Prologue Before anyone knew El Chapo, everyone knew Pablo Escobar. He was the king of cocaine, the wealthiest and most violent criminal in the world. By the 1980s, his Madeín drug cartel was responsible for smuggling several tons of cocaine into America each and every day, killing thousands of people along the way. The end result was hundreds of millions of dollars in profits, cash profits. In response, and as part of President Reagan's war on drugs, Congress created the Money Laundering Act of 1986. The goal was to take the profits out of Escobar's business, and the plan was working. Drug money seizures went up, but as U.S. agents became more and more efficient at finding dirty cash stashed inside ship bellies and truck beds at America's ports and land borders, Pablo and other cartel leaders sought a more efficient method to get their loot back to Colombia. They found the solution in an unlikely place, a dusty back room of a tiny, rare coin shop in the small town of Cranston, Rhode Island. The shop owner was a young, local mobster who had already been laundering much of the stolen gold for the New England Italian mob. So, with just a few minor adjustments, his coin shop operation evolved into a springboard for the new venture, a billion-dollar money laundering scheme for the cartels. Stolen mob gold was used to dispose of dirty cartel cash. It was a perfect plan. Brilliant. As his customer base grew, the young mobster known as Fat Man, a.k.a. Mr. Cash, set up a string of phony gold shops crisscrossing America. The end result was one of the largest, most efficient money laundering operations in the world. By some accounts, Fat Man laundered more than a billion dollars of drug profits for Escobar and the other cartel leaders. This is the story of how it all happened. It is a step-by-step -step view of how the scheme worked and how it was ultimately uncovered. This story reveals conventional and at times unconventional tactics used by the government in its three-year worldwide investigation. It is also a behind-the-scenes look at Fat Man himself and his crew, as well as the agents and cops who pursued them. It was unlikely that Fat Man, a small-town gangster, would ever become an international money launderer for the Colombian drug lords. But what was more unlikely was the fact that it was a rookie agent to finally uncover his scheme. And more unlikely than that was the fact that the rookie agent was Fat Man's neighbor. Both were born within just a few days from each other, grew up just a few miles from each other, lived in similar blue-collar neighborhoods, in all but identical homes, and both were influenced in very different ways by the New England mob, which was headquartered nearby on Federal Hill in Providence, Rhode Island. While Fat Man relished a life of crime, I dreamt of becoming an agent. In 1987, while his scheme was originally undetected, I was at the Federal Law Enforcement Training Academy. One year after the new money laundering law was established, I began work as a U.S. Treasury agent. My first post of duty was Providence, Rhode Island. My first assignment was to follow a lead, a suspicious cash deposit at a local bank. It was originally considered to be a dead end. Keep busy work for a new, inexperienced agent with little to do. But that changed when I followed the lead to Fat Man's Coin Store. This is how it all happened.